You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast, episode number 39, Reading Into Other People's Behaviors. Hey, hey guys. You know, I just found myself giggling when I was recording the intro because it just cracks me up in a good way that, gosh, we all deal with the same stuff. I mean, there is no new story. It's not like somebody has not felt betrayal and somebody has not felt sadness and someone has not felt lonely and someone has not felt discouraged. And I'm sure if I asked you, hey, has anybody ever read into your behaviors and assumed a motive or a reason behind something you said or did that was untrue, you'd be like, "Mm mm-hmm. And if I said, hey, have you ever read into somebody else's behaviors and assumed a motive or reason for what they said or did, and you would go, mm-hmm, me too. And that's why I teach this stuff, because I'm done with that crap. It is it is so much drama. We cause so much unnecessary drama in our own lives when we don't seek for clarity. And one of the biggest reasons why we assume these things is because we are afraid to ask. Now, Number one, we're afraid to ask, but number two, can we really trust that our person is going to be honest with us? Well, I know that I like to surround myself with people that are going to be honest with me because if I find somebody holding back from me or, you know, I just mega people pleaser, I eventually have a hard time being closely connected with them because they're not actually going to ever tell me the truth because they're afraid of telling the truth. They're afraid of hurting feelings. They're afraid of being disliked. But if we ask people, hey, what did you mean by that? We're hoping that that person is truly going to tell us what they meant by that. And then we can, boom, release all this drama that would have been between us. It's gone. Now, there's a reason why people tend to read into other people's behaviors, as I mentioned, and that is fear. One of the reasons is because when we are delicate in our self-worth, and I say delicate, not like we're just this fragile little flower. I mean, there's varying degrees and levels and spectrums of worthiness. But when we are delicate in a certain area, we immediately tend to assign someone's behavior that does not feel loving and pulling us in or drawing us in as an indication of that level of our self-worth. Let's say you have a friend that is going through a problem and you are talking to that friend and you're being really trying to be this so helpful and you're being really mega neutral and your heart is in the right place. And after your conversation, you find out from another friend that the first friend said, oh, he, he or she was judging me. He or she was judging me. And you're like, whoa, hang on a minute. I wasn't, I wasn't judging her. I was actually trying to help her. Well, what's happening there is that person A, the first person, has a strong judgment about themselves. And so they're projecting that onto you. So no matter what you do, they are reading your behavior incorrectly. The problem is that we can do the same things to other people. Let's say we have a feeling that just deep down that we're not likable, that we're too much. And you go into work and you have this, this coworker that he, every morning walks in and you say good morning and he doesn't say hello to you. Immediately, you could read into his behavior as he doesn't like me. I'm too much for him. When really, if you sat down and said, hey, 
you know, I say good morning to you and, and you never respond, what's up? And he looks at you and goes, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. You know, sometimes I get so in my head that I am very unaware of my surroundings. And I've had a lot going on in my life. And if I've done that, that's, that is not at all what I intended for you. Boom, drama over. You confront the situation, you ask what's happening, and you get the truth. Now, if they said, you know what, I really don't like you. Well, okay for that too. No one's got to like us. You know, we're not always going to be everybody's cup of tea. And we don't need to change to coffee because we are not their cup of tea. We don't need to be coffee either. We just need to be ourselves. So if the truth, when we know the truth of what's going on, that absolutely releases us from drama. I know this can be sticky because people can go, I know for me, if I go to somebody and I say, hey, what's up, especially in my younger years, 20s or 30s, you know, or even teens, that person would turn around and go, oh my God, Kristen asked me if I was upset and then that upsets them and then that turns into a drama just because I asked. I do understand that there are people that are going to make this bigger than it is, but once again... The empowerment path is all about handling you, yourself, in the highest way that you can and being as unconcerned as possible with what other people are thinking or doing. Let me tell you something. Integrity wins out in the long run. I promise you, I am 51 years old. I've seen this so many times in life. Even when said person is causing all this drama behind the scenes because you were being integrous, I don't even know if that's a word, but I really like it. Over time, your integrity wins out and anybody that that person has tainted and they start to grow, believe me, they start to see that other person and they start going, whoa, and your integrity is longstanding. It will win out over time because it is consistent, it is true, and it is real. Anything that is not full of integrity or integris, will not win out. It's weak, it's fragile, and it eventually will fail. It can be really disheartening when somebody reads into our motives and behaviors because we can feel not, quote, seen. You know, I know for me, I try to work very hard to be a very honest person. Um, I don't have to work hard to be honest, to be, to be, to be honest because I'm pretty damn honest. I've always have been. But I I try to be a good person. I try to mean what I say, say what I mean. I try to be consistent. I do my very best to live a life that I feel proud of and that I don't have any regrets to. And I try to do unto others as as I would like others to do unto me, even if others aren't doing unto me. It can be, you know, when, when you put in that much effort to try to be a good person and then someone reads into you that you're something less than that, that can be painful and it can be very disheartening because like, gosh, I'm a great person. Why can't this person see me for who I am? I understand that. The best way around that is to know that that person is probably projecting something onto you. They're either projecting one of their behaviors onto you that they own and the ego wants to put onto other people so it doesn't have to see it in itself or they are seeing you through a lens of fear. So see, it doesn't take away from your character. It's just all about what they have going on inside of them. Now, this in and of itself is a task because, again, our ego is touched when somebody doesn't see us for who we are. But we are trying to undo the ego and step further into the light. 
And by doing that, by knowing and having tools that this is about them and really working towards really being able to set that aside and say, this is about them. And knowing the difference, not taking it personally, that can work wonders in reducing drama in our life and keeping our self-worth intact. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention if you are reading into other people's behaviors. I want you to become aware that that's really, really frustrating to people. So if you are reading into somebody else's behaviors, just know it's okay. You're learning here, okay? You are on the empowerment path. You would not be listening to this episode if you did not want to grow in some way or another. You wouldn't be listening to any of these episodes or any other podcasts or YouTube videos or reading books if you did not want to grow. Give yourself grace. You know, the second we can own a behavior in ourselves, it releases its grip on us. I don't know how that works. I think it's because we take so much energy to push it down. And the minute we go, damn, I read into a lot of people's behaviors. I am creating drama where I don't need to be creating drama. Actually give yourself a pat on the back for that. Turn that ship around. You do not need to beat yourself up when you recognize a certain behavior, a negative or defeating or disempowered behavior. Pat yourself on the back. It takes a lot of courage and bravery and actually light. That's of God. You're bringing God into your psyche, into your equation, and into your life when you own your stuff. I kind of digress a little bit there, but I want you to know that if you are doing this, become aware of it and know that this is your contribution. That is something in you that needs to be healed so that you can do your part to heal a separation or disconnection or dysfunction that is happening between you and a person, whether it be a coworker, a boss, a parent, a sibling, a friend, a child, or a partner. All the relationships in our life. I'm not saying that I'm 100% perfect at this because I'm not. But I do recognize when I do it. I'm like, eh, I'm kind of assuming something's happening here. So instead of assuming, I started clarifying because I realized that I was making myself feel bad and I was creating drama where I shouldn't be creating drama. And even though the other person may not have ever known about that drama, I had to live in the suffering of that drama. I had to carry around that feeling with me. I don't want to carry around that feeling with me. I'm trying to feel good over here. So I would clarify. And then I started to tell people, I'm going to invite you to tell people, you know what? I've got this habit of reading into other people's behaviors and I'm assigning motives and reasons for why people do things and it's creating drama in my life and it's making me not feel good. So just be aware if I clarify, I'm just clarifying. What did you mean by that? Or, hey, can you state that differently? Or um, that makes me feel like this or that, whatever it is, just start to clarify. And if you are talking to a trustworthy person who is courageous enough to tell you the truth, believe them. And then the next time something like that happens, you can start to understand that that is just how that person rolls. I'll give you a quick example. Texting is a great example. Some people text back immediately. Some people text back immediately and then they don't text back for a day. Some people put emojis. Some people have punctuation. Some people don't have punctuation. Some people do run on sentences. Some people communicate with bitmojis. You know, there is so much room for interpretation what's going on with people. I have to sit down myself and go, okay, 
I know that's how my son texts. I know that's how my husband texts. I know that's how my friend texts. I know this is how my other friend texts. I know how they speak and I trust their character. Instead of reading into things because it doesn't look the way I text. Now, for me, I'm a texter, but I tell people this so they don't read into my behaviors. You know, I let my clients text me with questions between their sessions. But sometimes if it's past certain hours or I'm really with family, I will tell them, listen, I will not respond past a certain hour, but I will leave the text unread so I still have the notification. I will get back to you as soon as I can. And I also won't text you if I don't have time to put my heart into it because you know, I have a busy life. I'm doing other things. And I'll say, and please don't read into that. And they're like, oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. And they're just so grateful that I've clarified that for them so that they don't have to read it. Oh, Kristen, text me back. I must be bothering her. Or, oh, maybe this was a wrong thing. I shouldn't have asked this. Or she thinks something negative about me. You know, I want, and I tell them, trust my character. Trust the Kristen that you know. And know that I will get to you when I can. By speaking that ahead of time, I am helping reduce drama where there, there may be some. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm going to wrap this up now. And until next time, I'm going to invite you to reduce the drama in your life by not assigning reasons and motives to other people's behaviors and to ask for clarity if needed. I know you can do it. I absolutely believe in you or else you would not be listening to this episode. Until next time, everybody. Much love.